I mean, it's kind of cute, right? Hello, and welcome back to Kinda Cute, and if you're new here, welcome. My name's Bailey Evan, I'm your host, and on Kinda Cute, we discuss articles from the cut and my general pop culture musings. Guys, guess what? I did another round of that stupid, stupid prolonged fast. Again, I tell you guys, like, I cannot physically record when I'm doing that fast. This was my second round. Um, I shouldn't say it's stupid. The reason I'm doing it is because it's supposed to help like kind of cure you from the inside out, cell rejuvenation, contribute to longevity, and I'm a sucker, okay? But apparently this is medically backed. I've been reading the doctor's book, but don't get it twisted. I realize it is very goopy of me to be doing this, okay? Like Gwyneth Paltrow is a fan, and that immediately makes me a little skeptical. Um, but it's just very calorie restrictive. You eat like 750 calories for most of the days, and I am just a shell of myself. Like I, it's really miserable. I shouldn't say that. It's fine, but it's just all I wanted was a big thing of hibachi and a margarita the size of my head. Hibachi is not something I normally crave. All I could think about was like the Makoto seafood sauce. I mean, like I was dreaming about it. I was dreaming about the Makoto's liver patties. I don't, I haven't eaten meat in over four years. Okay. I just, I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad to be talking to you guys. Um, I think it was a good thing to do it, though, after my last weekend. I was in Healdsburg, California last weekend celebrating my friends Terea and Michael's wedding. It was such a nice weekend. Hi, guys, if you're listening. I got to see Michael's tattoo in the flesh for the first time. I talked about this on the podcast before, how he got a monarch. Oh, I wish I could remember what episode it's on, but it's a great story, if you recall. I, it brings me such delight, and I actually got to see it in the flesh. I mean, we're at this like cute little vineyard on the first day. He just hauls up his shorts, shows his little butt tat, and I was like, you are the man for my friend Terea. Um I also learned at this time, though, that Michael's parents are not aware that he has this um, tattoo. And unfortunately, I don't think there was another Michael and Treya getting married in Healdsburg, California last weekend. Um, so in the offhand, Michael's parents ever listened to Kind of Cute? I'm I'm scared for him. <laughs> it's very unlikely, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh also, at this wedding, I got what I thought was fascinating juice about a public figure. And before the story was told to me, I was told I couldn't say it in a public venue. And this was hilarious to me because this person I had just met who was telling me this story, and they didn't even know that I had a podcast. So I was just like, well, shit. So you're saying I can't put this on my podcast? I mean, guys, I do have a shred of journalistic integrity. I have to respect an off-record um, comment. I try to actually have like a fair amount of journalistic integrity, but I realize how derivative this podcast is and that I just kind of, you know, parrot a lot of things that are being said by other publications like that is not lost on me. Um, but I wish I could share it with you guys. <laughs> not to be a tease. Trust me, like any like shred of juice I get, my immediate thought is, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell the podcast. This is again why I know I say this all the time, but this is why I want feedback from you guys, because otherwise it's just like I'm so excited to tell you something, but it's like telling a story to someone and just feeling like they're on their phone and not listening because you guys don't talk back to me. This is with the exception of a few people. My my people do people I know in real life do um, tend to text me about things I say, and I'm very appreciative of that. But even if I don't know you in real life, because I know there's some of you I don't know in real life who listen to this podcast, come on, reach out. You can follow me at Bailey Evan on Instagram, kind of cute podcast on Instagram.
I am painfully accessible. And of course, as I have to remind you every time, again, I haven't got a review since like July, guys. So if you could please give me a review on Apple Podcasts, give me a five-star rating. I am desperate. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, I have to say, because of my travel, I am very behind on my TV watching. And in addition to travel, it's also because I spent this week binge watching Squid Game with, you know, half of the world. Y'all know I love a Korean film, but this is the first Korean TV show I've watched. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint, but it is intense. I went in blind, which I think you should also do if you've been able to kind of avoid it um, with all the everything going on around it right now. It's definitely getting a lot of attention. Uh, Just know and be ready to feel some shit. Thank God Lexpro blunts my emotions a little bit. But yeah, all that being said, I haven't got a chance to watch the Justin Bieber documentary that dropped on Amazon yesterday. I haven't seen the new Controlling uh, Britney documentary about Britney Spears on Hulu. Then we also have the Britney documentary on Netflix. I just have this whole long-ass list of things that I generally need to catch up on. I'm sure my friends get sick of it because I'm always like, guys, I have to stay up on TV for my podcast. And I'm sure they're just like, sure, bitch. Like, that's why you need to stay caught up on TV. But it really is because sometimes I come on here and I feel out of the loop, you know? Like, I feel behind on the zeitgeist of what's going on. But soon, I'm sure I'll be caught up. Um, Watching TV has never been a struggle for me. Also, happy October. I'm recording this on October 2nd. I think we can all agree that October, November, and December are the best months of the year. And personally, I was born in December, so, you know, I I am biased. Uh, (laughs) Every year, there's always, like, the sexy Halloween costumes that come out. So I'm sure, like, everyone's pumping out Squid Game costumes right now. Like, as I speak, I'm sure that's going out on the assembly line. Uh, But one of the ones I saw was... um, a sexy Bernie Sanders costume. You know how it went very viral, him sitting in the chair with his legs crossed, with his little mittens on at the inauguration. And my question to this is, that's fine if you want to be sexy Bernie Sanders. And it's not it's not really sexy. It's hard to explain. Um, but my question is, I just feel like you could put this together so much better yourself. Like, he's an old man in a a raggedy coat and a raggedy mittens, you know, go to Goodwill. We don't need to be putting more into, um, you know, the, the landfills by you buying a sexy Bernie Sanders costume. But if you are doing this, please let me know. I would love to talk to you and pick your brain. This story just made me laugh so much. And even though I don't usually explore the bachelor universe, I had to cover this story. So Nick Vial is a longtime Bachelor alum. He's been on Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette. He was the Bachelor. Like, you keep thinking he's going to leave, and then he comes back. And I've never understood it because I just find him so obnoxious. Like, I, I really find him unappealing to watch and listen to. Maybe I should give his podcast a chance. His podcast is very popular. Anyways, he's apparently dating this girl. Her name is Natalie, and Natalie Joy, to be exact. And she posted a lovey-dovey Instagram caption for Nick Vial's birthday. And she wrote, You flipped my whole world upside down and given every dream and goal a new meaning and purpose. Your sense of humor, honesty, generosity, talent, creativity, drive, heart, and passion just blows my mind. Cherishing your existence forever. You tear every single fairy tale to shreds. Happy birthday, babe. I love you like nothing else. Okay, at first glance, you're like, yeah, obnoxious, whatever, standard. 
But here's where the twist comes in. So there is a woman named Claudia Suluski. Suluski? Suluski, yes. She is uh, a YouTuber. She's been around for years. But she's really come into the public and sort of become a figure even beyond YouTube because she's dating Phineas, who is Billie Eilish's brother, uh, co-writer. He makes his own music that's very good. He's very famous. So Claudia's kind of got to go along for the ride because she's been dating Phineas for three years now. So (laughs) she wrote a caption to Phineas back in 2019. Now, let's see if it rings a bell. You flipped my whole world upside down and given every dream and goal a new meaning and purpose. Your sense of humor, honesty, generosity, talent, creativity, drive, heart, and vibrancy just blows my mind. You tear every fairy tale to shreds. Happy birthday, Phineas. I love you like nothing else. So as you can see, um, if you have a good short-term memory, it's almost word for word the same as Natalie Joy's caption that she just posted this year. So clearly, Natalie Joy just went back in the archives, or to give her the benefit of the doubt, she just has an incredibly good memory, and this accidentally got stuck in her brain and came back up to the surface when she wrote this caption. Uh, but what makes it even funnier to me is that Phineas himself responded to this debacle because someone tweeted not Nick Vial's girlfriend saying copy and paste (laughs) and Phineas retweeted it and wrote ha 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 LMAO and tagged Claudia and she tweeted nobody's gonna know they're gonna know that's a TikTok sound um and I just I find the whole thing so hilarious like poaching someone's caption from a year ago and then it had typos in it and I'm like I guess that's because you can't truly copy and paste from Instagram if you've ever tried to copy and paste an Instagram caption you actually can't physically do it at least not on an iPhone so she she had to like look at this caption and type it in I don't know maybe that I just find it so funny I'm like come on like if you love him so much I think you can dig into the depths of your brain and you know find something that is uh will work for a caption. I also enjoyed this story, but I have to say the headline made me expect a little more. This is a People article. And it says, Cameron Diaz explains why she's not attracted to husband Benji Madden's twin. Quote, they're not the same. Okay, so to recap, I've definitely talked about this on here before because I'm so fascinated by the Madden twins dating history because they've dated so many hot, talented women. And Cameron Diaz is married to Benji Madden and Nicole Richie is married to Joel Madden, which just thinking about the fact that they're all siblings in law, like twists my brain. Uh, So I thought she was really going to drag Joel (laughs) here by like, you know, really explaining why she's not attracted to them. But uh, this is the quote. Cameron says, I was like, how come I didn't see him before? And then, um, Another guest on the podcast says, which is funny because you saw his twin brother and Cameron says, they're not the same. They're so different. Even though they're twins, they're very, very different. Obviously, I saw him walking towards me and I was like, huh, he's hot. I haven't seen him before. But then when I saw him like who he was, that's what made me really be like, oh, you, you're special. You're the guy. You're the hidden gem in my life. So, I mean, it's not the juice I was hoping for. I was hoping she'd be like, well, you know, um, Joel and Benji's like nose is a little bit different and that's really what does it for me but sadly no also I'm sorry I, I I've said it before I'll say it again I don't know how 
the Madden twins just get so many gorgeous women. It's also funny, just like the height difference. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for a strong, powerful, tall woman, woman going for a shorter guy. But it looks like when they're standing next to each other in a photo, it looks like he's the trendy New York tattoo artist just having given her like a nice little trendy small cross on her inner wrist. It's just, <laughs> it's just funny to me. Um, I don't know. It'll never stop being funny to me that they're siblings-in-law. Is siblings-in-law a term? I'm going to go with yes. All right. Let's get into our first cut article of the day. Y'all, this story is just gold. This is kind of cute gold. Uh, it has everything you could want. A pop star, a theft, a wild animal. <laughs> Shakira was mugged by wild boars, question mark, question mark, question mark, by Claire Lampin. She writes, Shakira, yes, Shakira, says a pair of wild boars recently robbed her while she strolled through a Barcelona park with her son. The news comes via the BBC, which recounts the episode as Shakira shared it on her Instagram stories on Wednesday. Look at how two wild boar which attacked me in the park have left my bag, she told her fans, presumably waving the purse around for emphasis. Yes, because I, I watched this video. I found the Instagram. It's actually in Spanish, but she's holding the bag and it's all like torn up. It looks muddy. She says they were taking my bag to the woods with my mobile phone in it. They've destroyed everything. She then turned to her son, her primary witness in the assault, asking him to corroborate her account. The BBC reports, Milan, tell the truth. Say how your mummy stood up to the wild boar. Okay, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I was having trouble finding this video, but I did find it on the Daily Mail, but I can't embed it in the podcast, so I'm just going to play it through my computer. Me han atacado en el parque. Me han atacado, me han reventado todo. Y se iban llevando mi bolso para el bosque con mi, con mi teléfono. Y al final me han dejado el, el, el bolso porque me habían enfrentado. Mira, di, di la verdad. ¿Cómo tu mami se enfrentaba a los jabalíes? So it's sort of hard to pick up her tone because of the aggressive backing music that I'm assuming the Daily Mail put over this video. Or maybe that music was playing in her house, unclear. But at the beginning, she sounds sort of flustered. But then near the end, when she's talking to her son, she sounds vaguely amused. And I mean, at least she got her bag back and didn't lose her phone. So, you know, all's well that ends well. But what I learned from this this article is um, that in 2016, as reported by the BBC, Spanish police fielded 1,187 calls reporting hogs gone wild, attacking dogs, plundering cat feeders, holding up traffic, and running into cars. And according to the New York Times, the feral swine program at the Department of Agriculture estimates that wild pigs do at least $1.5 billion and maybe as much as $2.5 billion in damage every year, and that's just in the U.S. So I did know, actually, that wild boars can sort of wreak havoc, if you will, but I... I didn't know they were, like, coming up to people and stealing bags. That's definitely the first time I've heard that. <laughs> so, sending well wishes to Shakira and her son who had to witness this. I hope he's not emotionally scarred. I Maybe they'll stop eating pigs or maybe they're just really going to go hog wild, no pun intended, and just, like, only eat pigs from now on. Okay, next article. <laughs> Guys, I just love this next article and interview so, so much. It's titled Rihanna on Lingerie Housewives and the First Thing She Did as a Billionaire by Asia Millia Ware. She writes, the rumors are true. Rihanna does smell like a billionaire. It's the sort of aroma that's stuck on my top all night in the exact place where she touched my arm. Warm, but sweet, and with a hint of spice. Now, if you are a longtime listener of this particular podcast, you will recall it is rumored that Rihanna wears Killian Don't Be Shy. Um... 
this was a while this was one of the first things I covered in this podcast so back in 2019 that was the rumor but who knows she might have switched it up by now she might layer it that's like a very rich thing to do um I stand by that I think she probably just has great smelling skin naturally amazing pheromones I bet she like loves an indulgent bath I feel like I always smell really good after a bath that I've just like put a bath bomb in and like done the whole thing um but I will say that this description as sweet with a hint of spice does match up with the profile of Killian Don't Be Shy, which is kind of a warm marshmallowy scent. I have the cheaper um, Killian, one of the Killian scents, and it is the same kind of gourmand, yummy, just like want to take a bite. So I could definitely see her still wearing that. And where this venue is it's like red lit it's a rooftop it's a champagne only bar I'm sorry because this is for her savage type by Fenty show or the the party associated with it and she calls it the pussy pod she says pushy pussy pleasure same thing we've also discussed on here that Riri is a big housewives fan she loves Leah from Roni she loves Heather from Salt Lake City and apparently she's also a fan of Kathy Hilton which seems to be everyone's fan favorite in this uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cycle. She said she's the illest housewife alive right now. Love her. And it's so funny in the interview because she says, I love Leah Mob. I just called her by her Insta handle. And that's such a 2021 thing to do. And she giggles. And I just love her so much. Um, I just think she seems really happy in this interview. Really proud. I think she's really happy with ASAP right now. That seems like a very like nice relationship they seem so cute together at the met and again i know it's so creepy for me to be so happy and talk about someone i don't know but that is just a conceit of this podcast that we all kind of have to go with uh but again she just brings joy like i just love hearing her talk her her voice is buttery like she's just very engaging and i think like people want to be in her orbit we were talking when i was talking to elena about how it was so obvious that everyone wanted to be at the riri after party like no shade to casey but i think they were all kind of gearing up for the big event to move from casey musgraves party to riri's party and i also love this quote from her because we love when celebrities are relatable she says when i order something online and it arrives at my doorstep i get so excited there's nothing like it i mean has there ever been anything more relatable to that i swear that's like the number one reason i buy stuff online is because of that feeling like tracking your package and then when it finally arrives and you get to unwrap it oh, i also like love good packaging like when something shipped really nicely and i realize that that's so superfluous because it's not like i hoard that packaging i always like recycle it but there's something about the care that's put into it when you get like a nice handwritten note from like a small shop oh my god I never feel more famous and then they ask her what was the first thing she did when she hit billionaire status and without missing a beat she says I went back to work and then she says I ordered Chinese food she loves fried wings and she goes I usually do pork fried rice but that day was chicken fried rice and I just love that little detail like knowing that like her go-to Chinese order is pork fried rice I also just like love love Chinese food if you are scared of MSG like literally shame on you do your research that's so it's actually racist um and it's just so delicious. Give me all of the MSG. Oh, also those Doritos you're eating, they definitely have MSG too. So like get off your high horse. Um, what is my like go-to Chinese order? I love veggie lo mein. I love um, like a shrimp general so's or like a tofu general so's. 
Um, oh, what else? I just, I love it all. I love a fortune cookie. I love like the goopy red sweet and sour sauce. Oh, I could go on. Oh, and then like, so we always eat at a Chinese restaurant on Christmas. Um, we are not Jewish. I know that is a Jewish tradition, but we just reached a point where we we're like, we don't want to cook Christmas dinner anymore. So I am so, so thankful for the Chinese restaurants that are open on Christmas because it is like the favorite part of my Christmas day. Um, we love to get like a vegetable mushu, like the little pancakes, the prawns. Oh, mm. Guys, I, it is literally like my favorite type of food and it's such a treat on Christmas. If if you haven't started that tradition yet, do it. It, it It's incredible. You don't have to cook. You already had like the big turkey with all the to-do at Thanksgiving. You don't need to do it, you know, right again a month later. So that that is my PSA to you. If you if you take my advice to heart, let me know. No billionaire status. No. See, what is the first, first thing you did when you hit this? I'm about to work. <laughs> then I have some Chinese food. I'm <laughs> What'd you have? I had, oh, fried food. Mm-hmm. Always with plain. Okay. And then I had chicken, chicken burger. I love it. Yeah. That's a move. That's such a move. I usually do chicken on pork fried rice. Uh-huh. that day, I love it. Yeah. And so- Did you guys know that Natalie Ambrulia is just came out with a new album called Firebird. I very much did not. I also, as I was thinking about this, realized I really only know Torn. You know, like da 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 da. Oh, that was awful. I that like really lost it at the end there. But you know, you know the one. Also famously covered by One Direction during their X Factor interviews. Great cover. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so she, um, with The Strategist, which is one of the verticals of New York Mag, did what Natalie Ambrulia can't live without. And I haven't done one of these in a while, and I just thought there were some things on here that were kind of funny. First off, she loves Aribe Dry texturizing spray. I have this texturizing spray. This is not my favorite Aribe product. I am very partial to the Gold Lust Conditioner that has definitely been on legit shit before. I tried to get it off of TJ Maxx, but lately they haven't been having Gold Lust. But if you go on TJMaxx.com, they have lots of the other Aribes, and you can get the huge bottle that's usually $182. I realize very absurd for a conditioner, but you can get it for $100, which I mean, you know, still very absurdly expensive, but I would say a great deal. Uh, then she also loves a little portable steamer and I just have to say I am so thankful like when I travel with a friend who brings a portable steamer I at this wedding last weekend did not have time to use one because we decided to go to a wine tasting um tasting room instead which is very indicative of who we are as people that that prioritized over us like steaming our dresses literally got back to the hotel and had or our Airbnb and had like 30 minutes to get ready. Somehow I managed to get on a fake lash, curl my hair, full makeup, did a little bit of contour, um, but didn't get to stream my dress and looked like a hot mess. So I'm just so appreciative to those friends who get a little portable steamer and bring it with them. And I think I need to start being that friend. Like Natalie Ambrulia has convinced me that this is a life path I need to take. Unfortunately, the one that she recommends is sold out. And of course, the strategist, because they're trying to get that affiliate link money, they link one that they say is similar. But I'm like, but I need to know the one that Natalie uses because she says that um, her assistant says, I got a confession. I had to go get one after I used 
yours because it's so phenomenal for travel. She says it's just the best one. She says she has a big industrial steamer at home and this one works just as well. But like I said, Shady Ass Strategist gives us apparently a similar one. They link one on Amazon called the Gear Power Handhold Garment Steamer for $34. So I don't know. If anyone can vouch for like a really good handheld steamer, let me know. Okay, so she also loves her Peloton bike. Guys, to give you an update, remember I talked about how I get like $100 of apparel for every person who buys a Peloton using my affiliate link? Well, again, shady ass Peloton, um, they only let you sell 12 bikes a year through your link to get the $100. This year, since like March, I've already sold 12 through my link. So I have $1,200 worth of Peloton branded apparel. Um that I had to pay shipping on and apparently now I'm maxed out until I guess the next calendar year which is just really sad I was really riding that momentum because I made a YouTube video and people were buying through my link and now I'm just like it, the link is dried up now and I just feel like Peloton I sold 12 bikes like can you throw me a bone she says that her favorite instructor is Allie Love Allie is not one of my favorites just because I think she's kind of hard and her eyes are very intense. It's like she's staring in your soul. Like I feel guilty when I'm taking her t- her class that I'm not going hard enough, which I'm sure is motivating for a lot of people. I just, I can't do that. Um, funny story, my friend Elena, who was on last week, she saw her saying hello to like Piers Morgan. Elena, was it Montenegro? I feel like it was in Montenegro at, at, a, re- at a restaurant. But I just love that story because Elena doesn't even have a Peloton and she just had to look up who this girl was like on Instagram to figure out who she was. This was a few years ago. Uh, As we know, my favorite instructor is Cody Rigsby and sad news, Cody Rigsby has COVID. His partner on Dancing with the Stars have COVID. They were both vaccinated. Cody had COVID before he was vaccinated. So I'm just like, damn, that's shitty ass timing. So I don't know what their fate on Dancing with the Stars is. I'm eagerly awaiting to find out. Uh, I'm sorry it's a little short today, guys. I feel like, I don't know, I've just been out of the swing of things lately. I am really trying to hit my footing again with this podcast. Of course, I still love doing it. It's still my favorite hobby. I just, um, you know, you know how it goes. Life gets in the way and... I'm sure like with the holiday season coming up, I apologize in advance if I ever miss a week, but just know that I think about you guys all the time and to say it one more time, I would love to hear from you. So I will see you next week. Bye. Dudes, I was so close to updating this without my legit shit. What a dummy I am. Legit shit this week. I know I've covered a few athleisure brands, but I wanted to talk about Year of Ours. Their stuff's very expensive, but I loved their I love their ribbed material, and I just think their sets are so cute. I love the colors they come in. I just think they're worth the money because they look very put together. Like you put on one of their sets, and you're like, this is an outfit. This is a fit. This is a look. And I've tried so. I have Lulu. I have Aloe. I have Beyond Yoga. I also love Beyond Yoga. They've definitely been a legit shit too. But you know, if you're looking to kind of branch out and try a different brand, try Year of Ours and let me know how it goes. Phew. Okay. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I almost missed a legit shit. I don't think that's ever. Ha- Maybe that's happened like once. Crisis averted though. All right. Bye.